Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like most of us entrepreneurs, increasing your profitability is always on your mind. And you're probably looking for ways to increase your revenue while growing your company as well. You found the podcast that shares ideas to help you do just that. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for your future exit. Because building a highly profitable and sale-ready business creates a win-win scenario. That's more money now and a windfall later on when it's time to let go. And I want to share strategies that I've learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have some exciting news. I've got my second book ready. It's called The Profit Accelerator. And I'm looking for a few business owners to interview about how my book's 12 strategies would impact your industry. Go download my book for free and let me know if you'd like to be interviewed. I'm I'm confident that these strategies can help any business increase their revenue, profit, and value of their company without having to pay for additional advertising or marketing. Go pick up your copy at trajectoryprofits.com forward slash book dash download. All right, I'm excited to have my guest on today, Joe Darcy. Uh, sorry, Ardiser. Uh, I apologize okay. about the name spelling. Ardiser. He is a formal digital agency owner of 12 years. He even has the battle stars to prove it. He's worked with notable brands such as Bluetooth, T-Mobile, Scantron, and has built his agency from just a self to a team of 12. After selling his agency, Joe decided to take his passion for sales and proposal writing and create the smart pricing temple. Temp- Table. Well, my mouth is not working, folks. So this is going to be a fun interview. It, the smart pricing table is an interactive proposal software that cuts down on the back and forth, incorporates powerful upsells, and generates proposals at lightning speed. Welcome, Joe, to the fumbling, bumbling Marcia and Profit <laughs> with a Plan podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be here, Marcia. You, you did great. Thanks, thanks. I can't get my mouth to work. You know, you know, it must be just one of those days that everything just starts, you know, the brain's moving faster than the mouth or vice versa in some cases. Yeah. So Joe, you've had um quite a resume there of coming in with some top companies, creating a company that gets sold, and now you're on to this path. Why did you get into proposal writing and what is so attractive about that to you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, some of the best products come from someone trying to fix their own needs. Uh, I had (laughs) had an agency for 12 years. We did high-end web development, web design projects, and uh, we built it for our own use uh, and just kept investing in it, kept working on it. Um, uh, Lots of customers loved it. And we always wanted to take it to the market. But as you might imagine, when you're running an agency, you just, you, you can't get it done. Um, so started it about a little bit over a year ago and uh, fulfilling my dream of really taking it to, to a lot of other customers. I love it. Well, you know, um, proposals are so important. I think business owners forget that when they're pitching their client, their client wants to see a complete package of what you're offering them. And, and everything along the ways. And I think today's business owners forget that and say, oh, um, I charge X for, for Y. 
or, you know, um, here's a pitch deck that shows it all. Business owners or your clients need something in writing that says exactly what you're going to do for what price, correct? I mean, am I on point with that? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, that's that's like the first thing you got to get that right. I actually like, I like the saying, uh, if there's a mist in the pulpit, there's a fog in the congregation, right? (laughs) If you don't know what you're selling and it hasn't been clear, I promise you, your customer has no freaking idea. (laughs) Let alone, they're not going to give you their credit card to buy it either. Right. So, yeah. You know, I think, I think proposal writing gets a little daunting though, right? You're thinking, oh, I've got to write this like official document and, and think about exactly what I'm putting in there and what is the value of that or worse. They say, I'm going to do these 10 things and here's the bottom line for it. Right. You know, I, I don't think, I think, I think fear keeps coming into my mind about proposal writing. And yeah, well, how daunting it can be. Yeah, it kind of feels like, you know, you're, you're uh, I kind of related to writing content for your website. I, <laughs> I always struggled with that. Um, and it's like the blinking carrot inside of Google Docs. And right? where, how, how do I actually um, start this? What, you know, what, what do I actually write down? And we tend to overcomplicate it, right? It has to be crazy, like 50 pages and really, but, you know, s- a simple format is just cover page. A little bit about your company, what you're offering, and your terms. Right. Mm. Keep it simple. You can always make it better, um, but that certainly keeps people from, you know, really getting them out the door and, and building solid proposals. I love that. And so, so let's talk about something that you know is is heart of the proposal. And I think, um, do many people? I mean, are they writing just this block of everything that they do, or are they summarizing it even worse? and putting a grand total, or are they really breaking it out in a way that showcases all the value you're providing to, to your potential client? Yeah, I think, I think, you know, it depends on, it depends on the, uh, the, the company, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of companies in order to survive, you've got to get this down. And so that what the good companies know uh, is I have to have a catalog of well-defined services. One, mm. one of my favorite topics or big ideas is, productizing your offering, right? And instead of, instead of uh, thinking of, I just got to create this uh, big proposal and it's nebulous and obscure. It's like, no, what are, what are the uh, 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 services? What, what do I offer to the market? Uh, mm-hmm. Break it down. You know, I, I offer this service. This is what's included. Um, here are some potential upsells. Here's the price. And uh, when you, when you productize it, um, uh, then you can just add components. I think uh, one of my uh, one of the craziest stories I ever saw was you know I, I was talking to another web designer that was doing a website for uh, financial industry, and he shared the proposal with me, and it was literally two paragraphs uh, of text, and then it said sixty thousand dollars, um, and then and then there was an upsell for twenty. <laughs> Uh, one extra with, with one with one line called um, right. you're going to get X right for for yeah. another twenty. That's right. horrible, and that's what I see in the market is these like, you know, just small amounts of information with these price tags on it that really don't equate to the value that the customer is getting because a proposal is the final pitch right. in your offer. 
So I, I think that's the disconnect I'm seeing or what I'm feeling is that they're rushing to something just to get it out there. So they have almost an invoice rather than a proposal. Right. Totally. Totally. And, and you've set yourself up for pain, right? <laughs> when, when you don't get into details, it's a client expectation. It's an expectation management disaster, right? How do you, how do you know the project's done? How do you know this part of the project's done? Um, what you know? What additional things are they going to throw in there? Because that technically falls under the banner of what you've created. You've put no fence around your work, and so <laughs> it's just I, I I can connect with it because I've done it. Well, we've all done it. I mean, that's the reality is we've all done it. But wow, you just said something really important here. You set yourself up for problems if you do it this way, because what you expected to write with your intentions there are way different from what the consumer is going to read into that in between the lines and their expectations. You could have allotted, let's just throw a number out there, 10 hours of work, and the customer ends up getting 20 hours of work because they're saying, well, I took it that you meant it like that, right? Right. I thought you said when you said to build the website that you were going to build the copy and you were going to build the pictures and you were going to have all the links of everything I ever wanted to have in there in this iteration, right? right. Yep. <laughs> so, so yeah, whoo, you could really get in trouble by not detailing out your proposal to them and yeah. saying, I'm going to X, right? Yeah. Your, your proposal is the foundation for your project. It mm. sets you up for success or failure. It it's basically it's the na- it's the navigator. It, it's the plan for the actual project. And if you a lot of people, I remember you know I, I ran a, an agency for a long time, and I talked to a lot of agency owners that were just like, man, this is a drag. Like clients can be sure. so hard. And I think so much of that is actually expectation management. Um, we we loved our customers. We uh, we hardly had any troubling projects or nightmare projects because we clearly defined uh, what we were going to do, and then we did what we said we'd do. You know, that's actually super super helpful on both sides, right? Because you don't want that crazy client that just nitpicks you and comes back and asks for more, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think maybe maybe a, a, a simple way of like a, a good example of this. Let, let me just kind of run through, you know, uh, a, a scenario where you've not defined something and where you have to define it. So let's imagine uh, you're you're creating a, you, you do social media marketing for businesses. Okay? So you could say social media marketing uh, for Facebook, uh, $1,000. OK, the question comes in. um uh, how many posts per month are you doing? Uh, are you getting engaged with my my followers and in the comment section? Um, how will I know how performance is going? Um, what uh, what's the term? Right, all these kind of things. Um, you, all those things. There's there's what you think it says. There's what it actually <laughs> exactly. says, and then there's what they think it says. <laughs> so, exactly. So a better setup is uh, social media. Mar- so Facebook. Uh, uh, management. You could call it. Imagine you're doing a proposal. You have a line item in there. Facebook management. I like to say something like this: um, Manage Facebook profile. One Facebook profile. Uh, maybe even include a link to it. Uh, work include or services included. Uh, do five posts or let's say let's say ten posts per month. 
Um, uh, before that, I'd say sit down with customer monthly and discuss hot button issues that their audience would like, and then uh, create the posts, have them review it, post it, um, and then provide analytics and also interact with their customers. It's you, you, you don't have to say everything, but you can see how, how I've defined that gives me handles to grab onto, right? <laughs> like, no, actually we only do 10 per month. Oh, okay. Well, it's written down. You told me that. <laughs> Right. You can, you can actually grab onto it and, uh, you know, put it to a halt or or just maybe there's scope creep, but you can actually get paid for it. Um, I love it. And and when a customer's paying money for something, they want to know what they're getting. Right. right. Not right. just Facebook management. Right. They want to know yeah. all the nuts and bolts, which adds to your credibility of what you're delivering. And it's easier for them to write a check when they can say, this is what I'm getting. You yeah. know, clarity is, is, is everything on their side and your side to cover your behind after you're doing it. So I love you're this you're idea. Probably, you, Marcy, you're probably seeing like a magician or some sidewalk thing where <laughs> a guy's holding a black box and he says, hey, put your hand in there. <laughs> I'm not putting my exactly. hand in there. It might be a tarantula or a poisonous scorpion. And that's what we're asking customers to do when we provide no guidance and just say, hey, give me your money and I'll I'll create Facebook posts for you. But you haven't defined it. They have no idea what they're going to get. And they're probably scared. They're probably afraid that they're going to get bitten. <laughs> right? Exactly. So it's precisely your point. Wow. I love it. Okay. So, you know, we talked about the building of it and the values and the pieces of the proposal. We talked about having a solid description of what you're giving. So you can, I love it, hold on to it with handles, right? right? And make sure that both sides are in agreement of what those expectations are. Um, but let's get down to the bottom of the proposal. When you're actually asking for money, what do we need to have in there that makes it easier for them to Say yes and sign on the sign on the dotted line, or you know, what do we need to have in that proposal? Yeah, well, um, I think one one important thing I I tell my customers all all the time this this idea, and this kind of comes before that, and then I'll kind of answer some of that question. Um, one of the big biggest ways you can help with your conversion is to ask your prospect for a proposal review meeting. Okay. Oh. So you're saying that you want to get that signature. Well, there's a, a proposal review meeting can do a ton in the way of building trust and getting that done. Um, what I typically would do uh, in the past, I would say, hey, you know, you'd have an initial discovery call, right? You go over their needs. Um, and as you're doing that, if you've thought out your line items and you're offering, you're already, you're already thinking through the proposal, what you can include in there. Um, and then at the end of that meeting, I love uh, uh, Bam Fam. So uh, it's a uh, no, no Ham Fam. That's what it is. Um, have a meeting, book a meeting. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> after after that initial discovery call, sorry, during this initial discovery call, you bring up your calendar, put in their time zone, and ask them when you can have a proposal review meeting. And the idea is, look, I'm going to put some time into creating this proposal. I would like 20 minutes to review it with you. Make it short, fine, just 20 minutes. Do make it so that you can review it with them. Then you can actually don't send them the link to the proposal or the PDF until after that meeting, because Yay. it's you need to sell the proposal, right? Absolutely. Walk I was afraid. I was afraid you were going to say, okay, so that when they get the proposal, you can walk through it afterwards. 
never mail, just send a proposal to them. Yep. You yep. have to talk them through because that's your closing sale. You're reminding them of everything that all of their hot buttons, you're reminding them of all of their fears, all of the dreams that they want this proposal to achieve for them. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Talking proposals over the fence and hoping for the best is <laughs> that's not a, a workable strategy. Your, your conversion rate is just going down. Um, after that, so after you've done that solid work, you know, I'd say th- things that can help with conversion and getting them to actually sign is uh, give them options. Uh, you, you can't really do this with a standard PDF, but if you use uh, a proposal software, I have some ideas. Um, okay. And a lot of that software um, has, you know, you can you can add check boxes, radio uh, or uh, quantity items like that, and um, give them options. Um, you got to remember that a lot of times our prospects are talking to maybe three, four, ten other vendors. And they don't want to have to write, you know, five questions to each one and specific to the proposal. If you give them options, they can get the, the scope and the price that works for them. You, you mm. know, you, maybe not everything's optional, but what, what is flexible, make it optional. And then they can just sign it, right? So that's yeah. that's a big thing. Uh, digital so, signature. So as an example, so as an example, you would you would come in and say, okay, so here's the scope of my service and here's some add-ons. Right. That are flexible, or would right. you say, "Well, here's the done, here's here's the the platinum, here's right. the the bronze, and here's the the plain white vanilla envelope," right? Yeah. Um, would I would assume you'd want to just give them kind of because they'll always choose the less one, but I yeah I think I think giving them options for the upsell would be better. Right. Yeah, I, I can see room for both. If you've got a really fixed process and packages, I can see, but allow them to choose, right? Like not just, they don't have to call you. They don't need to email you back. They can click the button, okay? And they can choose it. Um, another, to get real practical, I like giving examples. So let's say, yeah. again, this is a fictional social media marketing company. Um, you could have a, in, in the proposal, you could have a kickoff and discovery call um, where you're kind of kicking the project off. You could have a recurring uh, line item that says, you know, Facebook social media management, and you outline things just like I described earlier. Um, but then you might want, well, you've done all this work for this, creating this content. Why not repost that to LinkedIn? Why not repost it to um, Facebook? And those are really easy upsells. You know, maybe that maybe it's a thousand dollars a month for the, the the Facebook, but then you can just say, "Hey, these are only one hundred fifty dollars more, and we'll do that as well." You can also have upsells again for um, uh, comment engagement, all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, like maybe they want to put it on LinkedIn. If you send them a static proposal that just had Facebook, you don't you're not giving them um, uh, you're not giving them options. That means they gotta they gotta write you an email. Uh, they're super busy. You got to write you an email. You got to then adjust the proposal, export it as a PDF, send it back. And then all of a sudden they go to someone else, right? You give exactly. them the options. And, and to you know, original question of getting them to actually close, I'd say e-signatures. If you're mm. still asking people to print stuff, man, you're, it's just, it's so easy to get left behind. Um, interactive proposals where you can just push, you know, they make their selections and they can sign game changer. Love it. All right. So let's talk about the interactive proposals that you've created and how to simplify all this craziness we just talked about 
they could be putting, you know, breaking people into sweat thinking, oh, I got to do all these things, right? There's got to be an easier way of doing these so you can add the pieces that would be really effective for your for your client, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, I actually have a kind of a, a framework for um, building a really solid proposal system. Could I run through those five things real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then we'll get into this. So, so the first thing is I call it the five C's to better proposals. Uh, the first one is capitalize on technology. As mm-hmm. if any, any of your listeners are uh, Jim Collins uh, fans. You know, it's, he calls these technology accelerators. So don't use Word, use proposal software. Uh, uh, that's the first thing. The second thing is catalog your offering. So really go through the discipline of spelling out what you sell. And the thing about this is it turns out to be actually really, really fun. When you're creating po- proposals and you're just kind of making it up as you go, that's tedious. That's painful. But when you're outlining your offerings, it's like, oh, actually, this is cool. You know, actually, I have a repeatable service here and I have consistent upsell opportunities for this line item and I have limitations and I can define this once and sell it over and over and over. That that's stimulating fun work. That's the money right there, because a lot of people think, oh, well, I do Facebook social posting for you. But then if they don't list it out then they don't realize really, truly where the money's going, right? Oh, I charge right. you a thousand, but I didn't realize that this is actually taking me, you know, eight, eight hours to do. And that's more than what I'm, what I'm charging per hour or less than what I'm charging per hour. So it yes. helps you to define what your offer is yes. in, a, in a really impactful way to make Huge. sure you're getting paid right. for what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. If you think, if you think I don't have time to build a proposal system, you got to realize what you're saying is I, I'm I'm leaving opportunities for getting paid way less than I deserve. You can't you can't put a price point on something until you've actually created an anatomy of it, right? You have to figure right. out the structure, the the pieces of it. So, okay, so capitalize with technology, catalog your offering. Um, third is cater to your customer. Okay, mm. um, you can you you can do this if you're just using a standard PDF. You can just say option one, option two, option three. That, that's good. Um, uh, but a step up from that is using some kind of interactive proposal software, lots of stuff on the market. Um, but that, you know, that's the point we already covered about making it easy for them. Uh, mm-hmm. confer with your customer. Okay. These are all C's real simple here. Mm-hmm. Like um, confer with your customer is the proposal meeting that I talked about earlier. And then the third one is, or sorry, the fifth one is continuous improvement. Mm-hmm. So as you do projects, go back to your repository, go back to your templates and your line items and fix issues. You know, maybe giving away 10 Facebook posts per month, you're just not making money on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you need to charge more? Do you need to do seven posts? Um, do you need to uh, make things more efficient with your operations? You got to always be going back. Um, I think Love if it. you start, if you start with that, you know, your, your question is how do, how do we make this not a grind? I think it's, it's really, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of think of it like, um, like a pyramid. It's get some technology to help you do better. Catalog your offering. I give your customers part. options. Um, uh, do the proposal meeting uh, idea, and then just always be improving. Um, right. You know, go through that step. It gets better over time. You keep investing in it, and your projects go smoother and smoother. Well, you know, it's also it, by doing that hard work of figuring out all those C's. 
you're also setting yourself up for greater success and understanding by your client, your potential client. Because like you said, nobody wants to stick their hand in a dark box, right? They want to know what they're getting. They want to know that it's priced appropriately. And then if you're dealing out a fully built out proposal and the other guy just did a line item or a a brief paragraph and a round fuzzy number, they're going, wait a minute, this guy looks professional and truly understands the project that I'm hiring them for versus the other guys that are out there just putting a paragraph and some round fuzzy number that makes no sense as to really truly what it valued. And if that number's higher or lower, then you've got some power, right? I think it's, I think it is really truly the power to close the deal when you can put together a well-crafted proposal. Yeah, huge. It makes a huge distinction between your proposal and all your competitors. Uh, I I remember, uh, you know, I I built this at my agency. We used it for years. And towards the end, it was just so rare to have a problematic project because what it also does is it it the the clients that aren't a good fit self-select out. The Mm -hmm. kind of customers that didn't want to work with us are the ones that wanted vague. But I'm sorry, like we, I have to have a business with repeatable services or I can't grow, I can't scale. And so they'd see, the, you know, 90% of our prospects were like, wow, this proposal format you guys are using is incredible. The 10% that didn't, you know, I was, uh, you know, it was helpful. It's like, okay, that's great. You've told me that we probably wouldn't be a good fit and uh, you, you move on. Um, I, I love it. It's it's yeah. so important. Okay. So when we're talking about software and, and by the way, first can I just go back and say how important it is to catalog your offerings? I mean, yeah. that was that was yep. such a juicy thing that I know nobody's doing. Right? If that's and the only thing people remember from this podcast, catalog your offering. Yep. I think they'll remember a lot from it, but wow, that's that's super powerful because it helps the company. It helps you it helps you know what you're pricing, you know, if you're pricing properly, the expectations of your team, the time the product, the the right. solution, and then it gives the same side to the consumer, right? That yep. they understand exactly what they're getting. I just, I, it's so important. I keep sticking with it because it's everything, I think. Right. All right. So when we're talking about software tools, I mean, we've got so many darn programs everywhere. I mean, how do we make this easy? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I use a lot of software myself um, before I started um, my SaaS product. So um, I, ha- I own an a, a online proposal software company called Smart Pricing Table. Um, I, I, what I'll do is I'll say, I'll say the things that were important to my agency. You know, it was I, I wanted that optionality. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted um, I, I wanted to be able to have upsells for individual line items. Right. Mm. Uh, think of like the social media posts. Uh, feature, the thing of that as a line item and being able to add posts per month. Maybe you can add like three more posts and, and letting my customer do that, right? Um, I wanted- So I they're saying, choosing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to be able to um, uh, have a really strong catalog as well. And I think there's a lot of great solutions on the market. Um, there's some big players like, you know, PandaDoc or Proposify, um, I, I think with with my customer base and like the fo- the features that I focus on is really like kind of think of the professional services. 
So um, agencies, um, business consultants, uh, architects, uh, design, uh, interior designers, like those kind of things um, are really where my, you know, proposal software, there's lots of stuff. There's lots of options in the market and they all do kind of a specific thing. Love it. Love it. So yours is perfectly designed for uh, the growing entrepreneur who is looking to land more deals right. and to simplify their process so nothing falls through the crack. Right. They right. they get both sides and, and the expectations are hit. So I love that. So when we're talking about software, um, does it communicate or or with any other programs? I mean, we know Zapier can always make everything communicate and and make it super easy, but um not to throw you under the bus or anything, does it work with any other like accounting software or anything like that? Yeah, um well we are uh that's a great question. We're uh, probably about a year and a couple months in, and my biggest objective for Q2 and or Q1 and Q2 is integration. So we're going to get there with our software. Uh, the big ones are CRM integrations and um, uh, payment processing. Um, I think those are really important. When I had my agency, we just like once a project was signed, click of a button, all this stuff happened. Um, and uh, just a, need a bit of time, but we'll get there. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you're growing. You're you're doing the you're doing the effects. You're doing what we need to have in there. And and I want to iterate again why proposal software is absolutely necessary. Give me give me your your idea on that because I know we've been talking about it here, but I think it's another important reason to to discuss it. Yeah. Can I can I put that in the context of my software so I can talk about Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So with smart pricing table, some of the really awesome features, uh, obviously I think they're awesome, but um the the cataloging is a really big idea. Um templates are a really big idea and and of course interactivity. And so with our system uh, what you can do is you can go in just like I described and you can start building out your catalog. Um, so let's, again, the social media marketing, you could create a new line item, give it a title, give it a description, a bulleted list of what's included, maybe put some limitations. And a, a really great, uh, powerful feature is line item upsells. So that's where you can say things like, just write on that line item, connect to the Facebook marketing, you can say additional posts, and then you can fill out a quantity. Uh, maybe you, you want to add an upsell for in it, uh, interacting with their uh, their comments, right? And you you build that either in the, in the library, or you can build it just for a proposal. So you've got a customer, maybe you've never outlined this before, you define it in the proposal and a quick save to library. Mm, now so you it's have done this, one time. Yes. You structure the you structure the line item. You save it to the library so that you can add it quickly, and then you can always be making improvements. Um, another big thing is just templates. Um, so one of the cool things that my my old agency we were trying to hit a particular market, and uh, we it was kind of a lower end market, um, just like lower budget, not lower end, but lower budget. And we were able to actually create a template that had a lot of different options on it. Um, and uh, we were able to generate proposals within five to 10 minutes. Um, because if you think about it, if your offering is defined, you have all these line items, and then you have templates that fit your different project types, then it's as simple as create proposal, fill in some, uh, some quick information, delete a few things, and you're off to the races. So that, that's it. So those are some of the features that I've kind of st st uh, hit on. 
um, that that make it just so uh, lightning fast. I love it. And I think that's what it is, right? You've spent all the time, you know, developing the client, nurturing the client, offering the client, making it through the last final step is getting them to say yes. And right. that's the proposal, right? And if you could do it lightning fast with right. repeatable stuff that you don't lose things through the crack, right? Yep. Things yep. don't fall on the floor. You don't forget about something because you've taken the upfront time to build it out in a way that that you feel confident going forward that you can deliver on and at that price point, right? Exactly. I love it. I yep. love it. It's so important. Every single business owner out there, you need to be using proposals to craft your offer to your client. I mean, I'm thinking anything over a couple hundred bucks, you better be having a proposal uh, stacked up there or or you're just asking for trouble, right? I yep. mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> and, and and to make it easier is 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 everything for it. So Joe, you've been a wealth of information here and really shined a, an important light on an important part of the sales process. So where can listeners find out more about you and your smart pricing table software? Yeah, pretty simple. Just smartpricingtable.com. Um, I've got additional resources uh, if you're interested in, in our products. Um, uh, there's because uh, of features and uh, various some, some samples. Um, I also really love to connect with uh, with folks. And so if you schedule a demo, uh, I, I like to throw in a lot of consulting as I do that. Things like having a proposal meeting. And so if uh, if you you create proposals and there's room for improvement, I'd love to, to connect with you on, on a quick demo. I love it. I love it. So generous. And come on, guys, this is the final piece of your sales plan. And you've got to have it dialed in in a way that you can do it effortlessly and successfully. So great that you're providing that kind of information. I know uh, I know it's something that we all need to have. All right, listeners, thanks for listening. I hope you found a couple of ideas to put into your business that will help you become more profitable. And what's the final, we keep saying it, the final lever is your proposal. So you might as well do it the best you can. All right, so now more than ever, it's important to focus on growing your business and its revenue. Don't forget to go download my book and it's 12 strategies that dramatically increase your revenue, profit, and the value of your company without having to pay for additional advertising or marketing. Go pick up your copy at trajectoryprofits.com forward slash book dash download. And Joe and I would love to hear your questions on proposals, maybe maybe even a success story. You wrote a proposal and what what was it that sealed the deal on it? or maybe some concerns that you have, or what are the missing pieces that you need to have in every proposal, hit us up on the comments. Joe and I will respond back and give you the feedback you're looking for. While you're at it, subscribe so you can catch the next podcast. As always, you can catch Profit With A Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Joe. Thank you. 